Jimmy Scott is a thief. It's time to fix your clock. Vanity Six is so sweet. Now you can all take a bite of my purple rock. Can we stop? Are you ready?
listening to bff.fm this is dj rip raptor and the pasco playlist and we are listening to luke sweeney right now let's keep it going with luke open those savage eyes on his album adventure us on aerobic international
All right, listeners, thank you for joining us here at BFF.FM. You are tuned in to the Pasco playlist with DJ Rip Raptor on a lovely Wednesday afternoon in San Francisco. How's everybody doing today? In that first set, we heard from uh, Dante Elefante. That last song was off of their 7-inch, which I picked up at their show at Leo's Music Club in Oakland last week. They played with uh, Paisano, Union Pacific, and French cassettes. Dante Elefante out of Santa Barbara, California. And uh, that... 7 Inch was put out on the KCSB Bankburner Records label uh, affiliated with the student radio station there. That last song we heard was Kogi. Before that, a couple of tracks from Luke Sweeney and his release on Aerobic International. Adventure colon us. Uh, We heard um, Open Those Savage Eyes and Spousal Arousal from Mr. Sweeney. Played a great show at Amnesia last night for the last day of the Sugar Candy Mountain residency there. So that's where I picked up the vinyl. For that, we had a new one from Matt Adams and The Blank Tapes. Something which some of us can relate to. That song was called Way Too Stoned. Before that, uh, another great local band, Cool Ghouls. We heard What a Dream I Had off of their latest release on Empty Cellar, A Swirling Fire Burning Through the Rye. And before that, the A-side of that Dante Elefante 7-inch words of wisdom to live by. That song was called Never Trust a Junkie. Before that, another great local band, Mall Walk, brought us False Living. Out on a vacant stare, records out of Oakland, California. And before that, the second song we heard in that set was one of my personal favorites, B&E Barbecue by Meat Market uh, off of their self-titled Meat Market and Cool Ghouls are going to be coming to the chapel in a few weeks I believe May 21st is the date, uh, also with Gremlin should be a good show and uh, we started off the set with a nice sounding track from Art Vandelay uh, that one was called Midnight off of his Double Dip in the Chip digital release out on Hot Record Society. The background is the Spirals, who haven't played a show in a while. Get back out there, guys. Gonna hear a little bit of hip-hop now. Uh, This next track I'm gonna play is from very talented young female MC out of Oakland, California. Her name is Queen's Delight, and this is Love Pistol on your BFF.FM. Chicks like you always got dudes around. They took the night off. 
Don't worry about them. They're lame, real cripples. Hey, when I got off that subway and I saw you, Soul enchanted. You can find yourself indulging in melanin, sun, death, and die young. So with a kiss, so take the risk. The God in you knows what to do, but simply can't resist. Hi. And daddy, why I try to? I know you're not coming in. The truth is, I want you to make my words rise. Head stretched to the sky. Meets my thoughts, stay heavenly. Meets my mind, stay fly. So can't you see the poetics of this journey be recognized universally? Strength separates a girl from me. Guess who I be? Daughter of a shoe. The first to birth the earth out of the sun, stars, and moon. And I assume position to your right. I'm on side with your cage. I translate your rage. I master all your games. Cause I done played them love just like a tennis match. Sit back, relax, as I detach you from this wax It's been a long time coming You spent a long time running But I be gunning Love pistol held tight for the hunting Bang, bang, I'm coming Bang, bang No two can do the same thing And I won't miss That's cause the flow's rich Bang, bang, here's evidence with some bliss you're in luck cause i'm feeling generous just enough to deconstruct and reconstruct false gods from the bottom up kings i build them up and then i fill them up with food for their souls if you a legend untold then just call me the rio let's not forget i can still freak though any night of the week yo getting down low but i'm not low down i got 42 laws on my crown i go hard on the clown with a mother tongue the birth jump so profound my diction is stranger than fiction but only get deeper houston is a problem these niggas in the sleeper but i stay woke time keeps spinning like a spoke and i won't repeat myself like records that's broke you know Hi. it's been a long time coming you spent a long time running but i be gunning love pistol held tight for the hunting bang bang I'm coming, bang, bang No two can do the same thing And I won't miss That's cause the flow's rich Bang, bang, here's evidence What you gon' do, what you gon' do What you gon' do when the we come for you What you gon' do, what you gon' do What you gon' do when the we come for you
over ten Caucasians passed me in their taxes. Oh, no such luck, I'm gonna get booked for my apparel. As I seen the black gauge barrel, just then the fat cab came to my rescue. Damn, I'm glad black men drive them cabs too. has taught us it's that life will not be contained. Life breaks free, it expands to new territories, and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously, but... Uh, oh, there it is. There it is. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way.
Oh, it's 
right down the chute And the pins are alive They have red bow ties Just like an old cartoon Now my head is going to burst Just watching her hurts And the pressure that she's under Is gonna make my heart jerk break or two to see her through to see her through Now there's been a lot of talk on the TV and the magazine about Iseline and her strange family But Iseline has stood tall Despite it all And the fact that so many people Want to see her fall All right, guys, you are tuned into BFF.FM. This is the Pasco playlist with DJ Rip Raptor here on a lovely Wednesday in San Francisco. I want to recap the last little set of music that we heard here. Uh, That last song was from Sunny and the Sunsets off of their latest release, Talonite at the Ashram. We heard Iseline's Lost. Before that, uh, Mall Walk with Teen Missing. We had Jonathan Richman of The Modern Lovers with Ice Cream Man. The Rubenews with Rock and Roll is Dead. Another track from Sonny's album, Baby Jokin'. Before that, we had Mondo Drag with Serpent Shake. Souls of Mischief with Cab Fair. And we started off that set with Uh, Queen's Delight out of Oakland, California. That song was called Love Pistol.
All right, we are live in the studio with a couple of guests. You guys want to introduce yourselves to the audience out there? Hey guys, I'm Jared. I'm playing Balms, and hi. <laughs> I'm Mike. I play in Balms too. We have Woo. Mike and Jared from Balms. Welcome to BFF.FM. How are you guys doing today? Doing awesome. How are you? Very well, thank you. This is your first time here at the BFF.FM studios. It is. We're just tripping out on all the trees, the fake trees, the faux trees. It's a secret alley. Yeah, yeah. the secret world and uh, <laughs> magic and wonders. Do you feel like you're transported to a beautiful place where music matters and people make a lot of money on their records? I do. I feel like we're making money right now. There you go. <laughs> uh, so you guys have a new record out. Self-titled? Yeah, it's um, it's a six-track EP uh, printed on a 12-inch clear, beautiful vinyl. Uh, John, who plays drums, who couldn't be here today. Uh, Come on, John. He's working. He's working that. John. Working that job. Working <laughs> that. Working that. Uh, yeah, so he made the art. And yeah, we, uh, we're excited about it. We brought one for you guys here today. And we'll be listening to that a little bit later on. Uh, you guys want to talk about making the record, sort of the process of doing it? I mean, this is your first, is this your first physical release? It's our first vinyl, yeah. It's our first vinyl release. We did uh, some tapes and CDs uh, the first couple years. Um, yeah, we spent pretty much all of last year oh. recording and mixing this uh, in John's basement where we've been practicing. Cool. So you just yeah. recorded it, and you didn't, you know, go into a studio or anything. No, this was all like self-recorded. Uh, we, John and I, mixed it, and then it was mastered um, by a guy that we have here in the city. Uh, so yeah, it was it was kind of just us in the basement doing that. <laughs> do you think that that process was, you know, is more conducive to what you guys are trying to do in term uh, as opposed to like having like a week in the studio to just right. go through and like busted out like, yeah the songs kind of you right. know came into their own in that basement kind of yeah well you, you know what's i mean you know how it is like you know with the bands you work with and stuff it's like when you go into a studio you pay for that time ahead of time or you're like you're kind of paying for it as you go so like it's kind of hard i think to just work on your material in the kind of like a comfortable and kind of like organic way so yeah it was just kind of like we did basics, like drums and bass, maybe over the course of like a few weeks, mm -hmm. on and off, and then I, I was just kind of like doing vo vocals and guitars for like a few months, <laughs> like on and off, like a couple times a week. I like just spending like long days doing it and tracking, and then with mixing it was the same. John and I just like went back and forth for months with it, so I think a lot of time went into this, and that's why we kind of were like, well yeah, let's just self-release a vinyl, because we spent like a year doing it <laughs> so it was like well. mostly for ourselves but it's, it's been going really well Aquarius just wrote us a really rad review and has been selling them and it's been it's been good we have and we have the release shows this weekend cool yeah so. you guys are playing in LA on Friday and then back here in San Francisco on Saturday right yep we got a house show in East LA uh, so if you're listening and you're in LA or uh, we'll be in LA or have friends in LA uh, follow us and you can uh come to that house show there's like 10 bands or eight nine bands playing yeah so it'll be really fun do you know where it is in east la it's in 
I know the address. I don't, <laughs> I don't know LA very well. It's uh, 6047 Whittier Boulevard. Oh, okay. Is okay. where it is. Okay. In Whittier. But, uh, in Whittier Boulevard. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's in Whittier or not. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just I think outside. that's just, it's just East LA. I don't know. But uh, it sounds cooler when you say East LA sounds a lot better than Whittier, trust yeah, me. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. East LA. But the thing is, is that for me, I haven't been in East LA in a, in a while, but for me, East LA is like, I think I'm scared about East LA. <laughs> like, I feel like that was always not a safe area. To live but, and die in East LA. Yeah, but not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but our buddy, that's uh, we have some friends down there that are helping us distribute the record down there. Um, cool. they, run, they run a little label called DR Records, and it's just like a, it's kind of like up here what we're doing with Twenty Sided. It's just like a band collective label, and uh, so it's at their house. So it's just gonna be like I think uh, Crescendo is playing. They're managed by. Uh, um, Victor Frover at a uh, counterculture. Shout out to counterculture. Counterculture, boom, boom, boom. Uh, <laughs> at counterculture MGMT Twitter. That's right. Hundred percent right. Uh, is that right? That's right. Good job. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, no, but we're, we're really excited to play with them. We've been talking to them for a while, and uh, yeah, it should be fun. It should be yeah. good, and you guys might be able to get in front of some people who maybe haven't heard you before at all. Yeah, 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 totally. And um, so it's a lot. It's going to be fun. And then when we get back here. On Saturday, we're going to play Amnesia for an Our House show. Cool. Yeah. Are you guys both uh, born and raised in the Bay Area? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, we're technically uh, South Bay. Yeah, yeah. We, South Bay, like, um, on the San Francisco side? Well, like, South Bay, like, uh, San Jose. Oh, okay. Um, like, my, I was in Santa Cruz, and then I was in Los Gatos. Okay. My parents are still in Los Gatos. Did you go to school in Santa Cruz? UCSC? No, uh, no. I, I went to Santa Clara University. Cool. Jesuits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to the Jesuits out, to the out there. To the Jez, yeah. No, <laughs> it was cool. And, uh, yeah, I moved up here maybe five or six years ago now. You uh, from San Jose, too, Mike? Yeah. So did you guys know each other? We went to high school together. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We've been, we've been, we, uh, we were each other's only friend in high school. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what were you guys like in high school? Like, just like keep to yourselves, kind of. We did you were, play in bands. What, what gave us away? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did say only friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, we, we we like had we had a little kind of a little group of, of like of, like, you like like Alpers and uh, and, and yeah, Archie. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, quick, like, quick. Shout outs to our old high school friends. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but we were, you know, we were like kind of the like, you know, uh, playing Misfits songs mm -hmm. in the living room with no drums, guitar, <laughs> bass. Uh, you know, we were, we, yeah, our first, we would go to like Gil, uh, to 924 Gilman, and uh -huh. uh, I think we saw like some of our first shows there and at like maybe Bottom of the Hill. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, we were just kind of like playing guitar and bass together and, and hanging out. I don't know. Not really. I don't have many other memories other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Driving around. Out. Eating, Nothing stands out eat, from eating those at, days. Eating at Denny's. There you uh, go. <laughs> yeah, right. Like listening to horror punk and against me and stuff. Uh, yeah. So you had to go up to Berkeley and San Francisco to go to those kind of shows. Well... Well, there was also, <laughs> there was a place called The Outhouse behind The, the Outhouse. Yeah, shout out to The Outhouse behind <laughs> the Los Gatos High School. Okay. Where all the like, kind of pop punk and screamo from Half, Half Moon Bay screamo and then just like random Bay Area pop punk all played mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. on weekends. And a guy named, well, 
a guy a guy used to book it and uh yeah we that was just like where all the kids went and uh sort of like an all ages no yeah rules. all ages like yeah it got it didn't get shut down but it kind of it kind of ended maybe yeah, it's not there anymore, it's not there anymore oh, okay. yeah but uh but so, that, we would uh, go there and huh. you know have shenanigans that'd be cool if you if bombs could play there you know? i know it was still yeah around. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but probably all the, all the venues from back then are not there anymore in the south bay like, yeah interesting yeah. yeah the cactus club yeah. is not there the other one? That was, uh, uh, blank club just closed down uh outhouse is gone uh the lutheran church one yeah yeah there's the other one too uh, yeah well anyway yeah. so we were just kind of doing that and uh and actually john uh was my first friend in high school. We all mm -hmm. went to the same high school, mm -hmm. but uh, he got too cool for me, so mm. he, he stopped hanging out with me. Uh, that's, that's the story <laughs> I tell. This is what happens when you don't show up to the interviews. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just on blast, totally on blast. No, I remember I was wearing like a Nirvana shirt one day, and he was super into ska, and he was just like, nah, dude, like, not, not into that. But I was, just, but granted, like, I kind of deserved it because I was like wearing a Nirvana shirt. Yeah, at an all no. boys at an all boys high school. He denies this happened. He denies it. Yeah, but uh, you keep bringing it. I keep bringing it. <laughs> He's like, no, man. He's gonna never. be super mad when he hears this if he does hear this. He's like that never happened. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, but he, uh, it was cool. Like he has, a, he actually has a really cool uh, side project called Chaka. Okay. And uh, that was his main project for a while, and I just happened to see him playing. When, so I, I, I was maybe living here a few years, and I happened to see him playing over at Casa Sanchez, over mm -hmm. at 24th. They do shows sometimes. And uh, some friends of mine were playing, and, and then I just randomly saw him playing. And I was like, what? what? Like, I hadn't seen him since high school. That's so funny. So yeah. that's how it kind of, that's how it started. And me and Mike were playing in, like, an instrumental sort of rock band at the time that was kind of going out, going out. Uh, getting defunct and not yeah. happening anymore so so that's how it happened and that's how kind of bombs started yeah. in its current in its current yeah form. and you guys have been playing together for how, how long now a few, few years about still over two yeah yeah we just broke the two mark yeah cool. we did the first year we were just kind of like well to give it like the little punchline starting point <laughs> i like i was really like let's just start like a really fun in that voice too. pinkerton <laughs> yeah exactly like fuzzy pinkerton pop song band like minute and a half two minute songs because yeah. like the past band that mike and i were playing in it was like the post it was all like eight minute to ten minute like you know Long like or orchestrated kind of like yeah. not like math rock but just kind of like you know a little bit more to it Theory-wise or complexity-wise, so I was just like over it, and then <laughs> my brain hurts. Yeah, I was just like, nah, dude, let's just like play power chords, you know, like whatever. And uh, yeah, and then so after that first year, we wrote like tons of those, which never saw the light of day, which John is really mad about because <laughs> he really likes that stuff. Um, but yeah, I never saw the light of day, and we just ended up kind of writing some of the first songs that the first two songs we released, we just like threw them on Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they were kind of the beginning of like the kind of sound that we've been working out and figuring, mm. figuring out. Cool. So and yeah, it's been like two years. You guys did uh, did noise pop uh, this year. We did. Yeah, it was the first first part time in noise pop in any band. I've never been in a band that's played noise pop, and none of us have. And then first time we've all played the Great American. Cool. So that was oh, kind of man. like two for one. Oh yeah, experience. it was awesome, <laughs> and it was awesome because like usually you know it was a four band bill. We played with the Craft right. Spells. Line to Butchers, Catillon, Catillon, yes. Um, and it was so it was this rad bill, and we, we opened it. We played at like eight o'clock sharp. So, you know, you get used to like thinking that like 
the opening band at eight o'clock, it will just be kind of empty or mm -hmm. chill, but like it totally wasn't. It was like just a lot of people. There was like a line, like it was really surreal. We got on the stage and it was just like, what, you know? The we light. made it. Yeah, the, the <laughs> lights and like, you know, and all the rad bands we've seen there over the years. It was just, it was rad. It was That's super cool. cool. I was also bleeding really profusely <laughs> all over the guitar because I had, I'm a bartender for a day job and I, sliced my finger really bad the night before and I was like of wow, course good timing uh, of course <laughs> yeah like I was like of course so I like made an effort to like super glue like kind of a new layer of of yeah. of faux skin there you and go. it just and I was like with so just super glue which just, just like super, layers yeah, of super yeah, glue yeah that's the old way man that's, that's yeah. how you do it and then immediately like tr first song it just just yeah. like exploded and yeah. so by the end yeah, it was it was it was real. I, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it at all. Because did the, you get any blood on you that day, uh, Mike, on stage? Uh, no, I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't like flying off the guitar strings, uh, like yeah, splashing no, the front row. I keep my distance now. Yeah, <laughs> Great American's a big stage. Yeah, too, so. I was just gonna say that. I think that's like the biggest stage we've ever played on. Yeah. physically for like, a three piece too. There's a lot of room to yeah. kind of move yeah. around. You know, we're not usually we're usually like the headstocks are kind of like our headstocks are like kind of like gonna hit each other. <laughs> we, you know, that, together, yeah. we like rub them, yeah, yeah, yeah. touch them. Um, <laughs> don't ever touch the headstocks. <laughs> don't touch the headstocks. Yeah, leave them alone. And I saw you guys uh, this past weekend at the Nightlight for the three year anniversary. Yeah, um, that was cool. On Sunday, how was that? How was it that was, for you guys? It was cool. It was super mellow. Um, our set was really fun. Because uh, they had like crazy weird uh, psychedelic visuals going on behind us, and we had like a little crew hanging out, and we played a bunch of new material. Um, but yeah, it was like the third day of really intense partying and tons of bands, so it was really mellow and chill. But uh, we had a good time. And uh, Do you guys get out to Oakland much to play shows? Like mostly, mostly play in San Francisco. You try yeah, to hit both sides of the bay. It, it kind of comes in waves. Like over the summer, we played in Oakland like three or four times mm -hmm. in like six weeks. You know, like we played at like Trees, which is like a cool little yeah, it's a cool spot house show kind of community. And we've played um, Nightlight a few times. We played One Two Three Four Go out nice. there, which was a really cool. We played with Wild Moth, and. Um, God, who else do we play with? Uh, our friends from Seattle. Um, escaping my name Dardo? right now. Dardo, yeah. Cool. Dardo is really, really cool, like, brooding, kind of droney, dark band from up there. They're very good. Uh, so it was a really fun show. Yeah, so we played Oakland. It's just kind of intermittent, yeah. Do you guys uh, see any differences in playing live shows in San Francisco versus Oakland? Like, any kind of difference in, in the scenes or, you know? From your standpoint, like how less people come to see us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't know as many people out there, but I think it's cool. I think we tend to be playing like bars out here, right. venues, venues and bars. So it's it's just a different situation. I think it's always kind of houses and more like kind of community oriented around like a space mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, what I will say is that like the bands that we have met out there or the people that we have played have all like been really supportive and I think there's a little bit it's a little bit less fickle than mm -hmm. out here you know mm -hmm. it's just a little bit more of a kind of like an underground I would say uh, so yeah just different but we like to get out there um, I was I was stoked to be a part of, we were stoked to be a part of the nightlight anniversary because that's a really rad little little bar community. yeah three years three years now yeah yeah and they have a bunch of rad bands and, and people that that kind of help with that 
that booking and everything. So, do you guys feel uh, strongly about the elbow room slating for uh, closure? Any any ties to that to that place? We only played one show there um, ever, but I, I've been there a lot over the years. It was actually I think the first bar I ever like went to in San Francisco when I first moved there, like before I even moved here, like right. when I was still living in the South Bay. Uh, I mean, from my understanding, I kind of feel like they kind of were ready to go, uh, from what I've heard, and they just kind of were like, when the money gets that much, it's like, what are you going to do? Right. right. So, I mean, I think a lot of the places, you know, it's, it sucks that they're closing down, and I think a lot of people are getting pushed out, but in some of the situations, just if you pay anybody enough, you know, they're going to be like, all right, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm over this, I've been doing this. And with them, I think they've been doing it for years, and I think, you know, they got a good good deal, I'm sure. So. Yeah. You know, it sucks to lose yet another place, but the rising tide, man. It's the way of the world. What, what are you going to do? Yeah. You guys have, like, a favorite venue that you've played or been to uh, mm. in San Francisco, Oakland? I don't know. The Bay Area. What's your favorite? Um, I mean, Hemlock's kind of our home, home yeah. field advantage there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've played Feel comfortable at That's Hemlock. probably, yeah. The place we played the most. Yeah, we play the most. I think if that place closes down, then right, then everything that would over. be sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Bottom of the Hill is cool. Yeah, I like Bottom of the Hill. Yeah, we played our very first show as a band there, which yeah. is nice. Cool. It was kind of a cool way to kick it off. Um, I love that place, and that's kind of like the place up here that I always went to mm -hmm. growing up, and 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 you know that place has a lot of nostalgic. Right, they had a lot of all ages shows there. And yeah, and, and they just had like the whole scene in the '90s and early thousands that was kind of like the whole scene I was really into was a lot of the you know punk rock and kind of indie stuff they were having there mm -hmm. so I love that place um, I, I love the space of the chapel venue a lot too I think that space is really beautiful. have you guys played there before yet no we just played like a free bar show recently oh, cool. um, which was actually super fun uh, we booked some friends to, to open it for us so that we'd play kind of later in the night mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was super cool. It was a really good night. Hanging out in the mortuary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've heard like the stories that people have had, like people have some friends of mine work there and you know, everyone talks about having like ghost stories and whatnot from that. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. 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 The, the, the downstairs is still, yeah. is still like the same thing basically, right? Yeah. Except instead of dead bodies, there's kegs of beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're all still being refrigerated. It's full circle, man. <laughs> oh, that's a sweet phone cover. Thanks. Game, the Game Boy phone cover. Yeah. Yeah. I get more compliments on this phone cover than <laughs> anything in my life. It's like true. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, hey man, whoa, nice phone cover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this is my life. Yeah, this, this is who I am. This is what all I have going for yeah, me right yeah, now. Totally. Sad but true. That's yeah. funny. Cool. Uh, so let's listen to a song from the record. How does that yeah, sound to that you guys? Awesome. Um, I guess, to, I guess. I guess. <laughs> you guys are probably sick of hearing these songs at this point, right? Sick of yeah, <laughs> you know. Playing them. We play them every time. We play them every time. Uh, all right. Um, you are listening to BFF.FM. This is the Pasco playlist with DJ Rip Raptor, and we are here with Balms. And we are going to hear, I guess, uh, let's go with the title, uh, the first song from the um, album. Yeah, let's do it. This is Golden Hair on your BFF.FM.
actually. All right, that. and the next song yeah. here is a "Head in a Safe." Is that sort of how you uh, how you feel sometimes, uh, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, on blast. No, it, it was weird. Uh, like with a lot of the writing in this band, like we kind of. Uh, jam a lot man <laughs> we do a lot of jamming are you guys and, a jam band uh, we're totally a jam band and uh you know yeah we just kind of stay on parts for a while or whatever and i'll start kind of messing around with the vocals and and so a lot of phrases and, and little little lines will just kind of come out um in the jams and they don't always like make sense to me or whatever but i just go with them because i think they sound cool <laughs> And uh, yeah, so all these songs kind of happen that way, little phrases and things that came out of just jamming, and then I'd write kind of write, write songs around them lyrically. Right, no, yeah. I, f I found my head awake, I know the face I make, I know my head ain't straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like being locked in the basement for... <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, then that's what's weird, though, is, is like I wasn't thinking about it you know it, it just mm -hmm. you kind of I think what's interesting to me is you kind of you create stories you know when you put some like kind of open-ended words to anything with a vibe you know and into mm -hmm. the music mm -hmm. you're gonna create a little story out of it so I mean obviously head in the safe I guess is kind of direct but <laughs> but yeah it was I don't know I don't know I, I like I like people to kind do of, you uh, sort of write the lyrics after you have the music yeah Pretty much always. Yeah. Um, I don't, in fact, always, yeah. Not pretty much, always. Do you have like a melody in your head or you just kind of just start singing? And yeah, it's like what I said, like like in the jams, all the mel like in jamming the music, mm -hmm. a melody will kind of come out while mm -hmm. we're jamming and I'll just keep thinking about it or jamming it and then eventually it will become words. Like somehow I'll, I'll have like put words into it during the jamming. And then, yeah, I'll just kind of be like, all right, I probably shouldn't just repeat that same phrase the whole time, so I'll, like, <laughs> write more words for the rest of the song. Mike, do you do any uh, songwriting? Uh, lyrically or for the... Yeah, just lyrically or, you know, yeah, coming up with parts and stuff. pretty much the voice of the band. Uh, and, you know, unless me or John have some crazy idea, <laughs> he's uh, pretty much the voice of the band. Uh, but, yeah, the music, you know, we pretty much all do our own uh, instruments. Cool. And we work on the uh, structures together and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, let's uh, listen in here on uh, your BFF.fm. Head in a safe.
Cool. And the uh, third track, which is the last one on the A side, um, Aboriginal. You mm-hmm. guys want to talk about this song a little bit? Oh, man. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about this song? Uh, it's a good song. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. It, it's kind of like... Uh, it's weird. We, we didn't... We didn't play it live kind of for a while because it um, has a challenging drum beat for John. <laughs> and also because, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. It's the only song really like it, I think, on this release in the sense of like, it's really mellow um, and stays mellow. It gets a little bit heavy at the end, but it's pretty much just A, B, A, B, A, B the whole time, mm-hmm. kind of back and forth. And, and yeah, it's, it's for me, it's a really nice kind of middle track, um, kind of daydream song. Uh, and all the little, all the verses are kind of just little, like little dream, kind of little dream, kind of like images or little dream, dream images. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird song to me, but I like it. <laughs> So it's definitely written to sort of be that like a bridge sort of song or something, you know, sort of in the middle that kind yeah. of keeps people keeps people listening to the album, but yeah, kind of throws them like something a little new and different. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of just with all these songs, like you know, there was no real idea about them. There was no idea of what they were gonna be before they became what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the way that this all came together, like we didn't even mm-hmm. know that these were gonna this was gonna be the release or whatever. Like these were kind of we wrote a bunch of songs after going on tour last year and then we started recording and then these were kind of the ones we felt good about and then the order came later and um, and it's just kind of the way it fell, you know, the way right. it fell. Into but it the, works out. You know? It does, yeah. yeah. It does. And, w- and when you get to the next side, it kind of like kicks off again and it's kind of a whole other whole other vibe. Sort of accidental, accidentally like, you yeah, know, cohesive sort of album flow to the tracks it's just not yeah it's just kind of the flow that it ended up taking um but yeah it's uh it's cool that this song in recording took a lot more shape than live like live Mm -hmm. there's a lot of a lot of extra guitars in here a lot of a lot of harmonies and stuff like that Mm um so yeah this song's a lot more prettier like this song live (laughs) is really mean yeah Yeah, it's an angry aboriginal (laughs) it is it is yeah 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 no it's that's kind of the thing is like that's why we never play it live i think because it's like way too hard hitting like not as accessible i think like Mm -hmm. yeah it's more of like a you see people like kind of glaze over in the front row or something yeah (laughs) yeah i mean and that's kind of like how the live set is you know what's cool is that like Recording in recording, I think specifically me, I kind of really like these like really lush, atmosphere mm-hmm. kind of sounds. Um, so these recordings, yeah, are like a lot more. I mean, it's a little bit heavy right now, actually. Mm-hmm.
Cool. Yeah, so it kind of it ends a little. It ends pretty strong. But yeah, live that song's just kind of like constant hit to the face. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys like try playing it live once and didn't really work out, or you just decided we, like, yeah, we're just not gonna do it. We've that. been started to do it. We've started doing it again. Um, we're gonna be playing. We're gonna play all the songs other than, other than one of them. Uh, we're gonna play like five of the six EP songs for these release shows, uh, and a bunch of new material as well. Uh, so yeah, we'll be playing it, but yeah, it's weird. We, we, um, our live set is like Mike was saying, a lot meaner, <laughs> a lot more, in, a lot more kind of like raw, kind of gritty rock, you know? Uh, so it's kind of a little bit of like Jekyll and Hyde there, but, uh, so we just kind of try to figure out what works and, uh, so we're, but, but we decided we want, we're going to be opening up the sets with pro with Aboriginal probably, which will be interesting. Just like start off with that. Just start right there and just, <laughs> and just go go down the, go down the road, you know. See how people take it. Yeah, totally. That's all. and you guys use a lot of like effects and stuff when you're playing live, and sort of you know the sound is sort of a wash in the room. Is that Jared uses twenty four amps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know sounds about right. The drums are are all just like you know live drums. We don't have any percussion effects right. or anything, but yeah. Uh, Mike just got some nice heavy bass tone stuff, um, that's, which is really filling out the low end, and that's really nice. And I, I've been kind of building up kind of like a stereo guitar amp thing. I've, I play with two amps live now. Okay. Um, so, you know, one of them is kind of the clean, pretty amp, and it just stays clean and pretty. And then the other one, I have all the effects running and the fuzz and all that kind of stuff. Um, just to kind of bring in these recordings, you know, we, we mix together clean and just and dirty guitars a lot. So mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to bring that into the live setting. Uh, so yeah, I, I I hope that there is kind of that wash effect, and you know, that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like uh, two guitars in one. In right. One. Yeah, kind of two voices, but with the same playing you know and you're the only one who who's singing on the record because it does sound like there's a good amount of backup vocals but that's yeah it's just you that's doing... just me yeah it's just me doing overdubs um i kind of like throw in my falsetto voice quite a bit <laughs> let's the, hear that let's the... <laughs> that's actually whenever i'm like checking a mic yeah. for some reason even though i sing almost never like that live uh i'm always like checking with that voice Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I guess you want to test I, the limits. Yeah, I just want to, just want to hear that falsetto. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Coming back at you just, through the monitor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Want to want to monitor my own falsetto. Yeah. My level of vanity. Yeah. It might be hard to do that at your East LA house show no, on Friday. Yeah, that won't be happening. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably just be without a PA, just like yelling over it. Yeah. And, uh, no. It's a cool. megaphone or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and you guys are Saturday at uh, with our house. Is, is that at Amnesia? Yeah, at Amnesia. I can never remember that word. Yeah, neither can I. I always forget. <laughs> I always forget. Wow. That word. But that was I so don't, clever. I don't. Guys. I don't forget though that the show is this Saturday, at Amnesia. Cool. Uh, with Loco Tranquilo. Oh yeah. Um, Julian's band uh, with Dante. And uh, they're rad. Uh, I think they prefer to be called sea jazz uh, rock. That's their genre. Sea sea explorer. No, ocean explorer jazz. Uh, okay. Rock. That's what he told me. Sir Francis Bacon rock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then sh uh, sh I'm, not, I'm not sure whether it's Shana Falana or Shana Falana is um, supporting us, and she 
is some psychedelic-ish rock from New York. Who, and, cool. Uh, she's been cool. doing, uh, doing the national tour. So Yeah, I had um, Shayla and Annie on my show a couple uh, yeah. weeks ago from yeah. my house. I'm sure that was really fun. Yeah, those girls are great. They're, was, they're, they're, they're cool. sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys done a show with them before? Yeah, you know, we, we were really lucky. We played um, with Annie one of our earlier shows at the Hemlock uh, in like 2013, one of our like first, you know, handful of shows as a band. Right. And uh, I think, I don't remember how it happened, but yeah, we opened for her and it was just one of those immediate, like we were just stoked, you know, and we've done, we've done a couple shows since then. We did a, a rickshaw stop show with her cool. and with the Black Cobra Vipers. Cool. Yeah. Now they're, they're, they're O. o. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's actually some crazy story I, I was reading that they posted about that, about how like the guy that gave them that idea to name themselves that has named a bunch of like kind of well-known bands over the years and been like inspiration to like help people come up with cool names for their band. He's like a name guru. He's a name guru, yeah. And I was just like, dang. I was like, I hope our name is like accepted by the name guru. Yeah, what uh, would he say? I mean, what Balm sort of, I mean, it has that one syllable sort of yeah, which kind of feels monosyllabic trendy. punch yeah. a little bit to I, it. I, you know, it's it's like beauty care, but yeah. also like I know, is there like it, a it's story? So, it's soothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's soothing for your soul. Did that just music. come to you one day? Like oh, bombs. Oh man, it, no, not at all, dude. <laughs> we we were talking about a band name for like at least six months. Yeah, <laughs> it's why we didn't play a show for six months. Yeah, like we yeah, didn't oh, have it's, a name. It's, it's absolutely why we didn't play a show. <laughs> Um, and you want the name to sort of reflect the music, yeah. And, and and I think that we were we were we were all kind of like a little bit analytical, oh, a little bit analytical, maybe a little bit. <laughs> like you probably overthought like, it way too much. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. That's what I mean. Did yeah. you have any other good like uh, alternative? Oh, absolutely. Names? The Hams. That was my that was my number one. <laughs> my number one was the Hams. Nice. Um, what was the other one? Uh, was there another? Oh no, I can't remember right now. Real suggestion. Yeah, like a real. Well, I don't know whether real. Something you guys flirted with, and then we're like, no. The ham jam. No, the ham jammers. <laughs> the ham jammers. Everything surrounding a ham seems yeah, to be yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. central focus exactly. here. Um, yeah, yeah. It just I don't remember actually how it came to us. It just kind of after that long of talking about it, finally did. You know, and uh, it seems to make sense. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's too late to change it now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuck with it now. Well, speaking, yeah, speaking of which, this song... So this is the song we're not going to play live, because... This is uh, See You? Yeah, it's just okay. layers and layers, but if you're talking about balms, this is maybe, uh, recording-wise, a good example of that. Yeah, let's uh, turn up the volume let's on check this. check it out.
And that was uh, CU from Balms, the second to last track on their short and sweet uh, six song EP. And this last track here, uh, In the Dark, sort of just looking at the lyrics, seems like there's a lot going on. Do you, uh, do you guys want to talk about this one? What's going on with this, with this song here? Yeah, um, this is like our last song of the record kind of song. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's, um, there's like, I think more of a narrative in this song than anywhere else in the EP. Um, I think I'm actually talking about something specific <laughs> for once. <laughs> or like, I guess I should say someone. And, uh, you shouldn't have. Okay, so who is it? Yeah. Who is it? It was, well, not even not necessarily like one person, but just kind of like, the experience of um, it's it's kind of a breakup song, I think. Actually, uh-huh. come to think of it, but it's also kind of like, you know, even when you like end it with someone, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or whatever, um, you go through, you know, what you go through, and and then you know, it's just kind of like, it doesn't really matter, right? Like you you figure it out what you had to figure out, you move on, you know, and I don't know. So it's just kind of about moving on I guess uh, were you sort of in in one of those situations when you when you wrote the song or just drawing from sort of past experiences that you that you've had you know I was in that kind of place but in I never think or know where I'm at while it's happening right <laughs> <laughs> so I was writing about that but not realizing it and now I look back at it I'm like oh I was absolutely writing about like that breakup or whatever yeah and uh, and yeah and yeah, so this song is really cool. We, we really like closing our sets with this song because the whole last part of it is just like one big jam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did you guys play this at the Nightlight? We did. We yeah. ended the set yeah. with it. And so, you know, and then that whole end section has kind of live changed a bunch. And now it's kind of like compared to the recording, the recording is like almost a basic right. idea of it. But live, there's kind of all these new things that we kind of do. Um, at least for me, like melodically, the drums are still the same drum beat the entire mm-hmm. the entire end section over and over again, it's just pummeling you down. Uh, but yeah, we like kind of just like breaking open and That's just cool. Yeah, I like falling it, down. It's and, good yeah. to see you know bands sort of take their songs and not play them live like exactly like they are on the records all right. the time. You know, yeah. you want to see some variation, some yeah, something different, and well, you know people respond to that and they yeah. appreciate it. And when you're playing it all the time, you know, like at every show, it just makes it so much more fun. And, you know, I always like to be doing new stuff like all the time. So, I, you know, it's not I always like to be trying, even with the songs we already have, like some little variations and making it fun for, for ourselves and mm-hmm. keeping it fresh. You know, mm-hmm. we think about crafting the set a lot. Like, you know, this song will be good here. This song will be good there. And then we you know, came up with a crazy ending with this song for the end of the set, which mm-hmm. we've been playing forever. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, and it's cool too because like, it, if like I never really thought this far ahead, but like for people that actually like listen to to this, you know, on their own time, like at home or whatever, uh, you know, I feel like coming and seeing it and then seeing the seeing what happens live it would be cool. So we're yeah. like we're always thinking about that, you know, and we're thinking about that experience. Um, but yeah, this song is our longest song that we play live and our most intense song and that's pretty much it yeah it's, 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 it's kind of we do kind of everything that we do kind of in this song cool uh, it's sort of yeah it's like a good something that you want to leave people with kind of yeah because you know, people yeah. usually remember like the last song yeah yeah the most i guess because it's like the freshest exactly 
And we can do that right now. We can leave everyone with this last part of the song if you're ready for that. This is the best song to end and then say, thank you, please buy our record. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so you can get it at Aquarius Records uh, here in the city. You can get it online at balms.bandcamp.com. Um, you can follow us at SF Balms uh, on all the internets. And we're playing LA on Friday and Amnesia on Saturday. So thank you for having us, dude. Of course. Yeah. We appreciate it, and this space is beautiful. And uh, y'all should come back anytime. Come back when you have another record out. <laughs> we will. Yeah. <laughs> In two years. <laughs> yeah, totally. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody for listening too. We, we've been getting a great amount of support, and it means a lot. So thanks for that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thank you guys. Thanks, you, dude.
Just jump. 